Here is Miss uh, Pastor Danielle um, at Champion Life. Okay. And so, when my husband is major, whole family is major athlete. 
So when we first got married, um, we went to this crawfish bowl, and they had a basketball game going. And he's like, come on, you can, and we had just gotten married. He's like, come on, you can be my partner. It was like a two-on-two. -two. And I said, babe, that's not a good idea. I said, I've never played basketball. And he goes, oh, you're fine, you'll be fine, you'll be great, just come on. And I was like, I'm trying to tell you, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like,
I am, okay, what is it? This is going to have several scriptures and everything. And so it's just, I love the scriptures for this, right? And it's just line upon line. It's just so easy to read. They just, it's easy for me to do that, you know? So um, the prayer of supplication is what we're going to talk about. Um, oh, man, I wanted to talk about something else, and I'm not going to have time. I've got two minutes. Okay, so next time we're going to talk about this. So I'm not going to show it to y'all. <laughs> talk about it next time, okay? All right, so this is the prayer of supplication, and this is what it's defined as. It means a humble, earnest entreaty or request. It is a heartfelt, fervent, and earnest uh, uh, request is what it is. So... We're going to look at whom do we supplicate for? And then we're going to go through scripture showing us who we supplicate for. Number one thing, I, it says in the word, we're going to look at it in Philippians 4 6. We supplicate, we make an earnest request, right? Heartfelt request. I believe it, right? It's earnest, it's heartfelt. Sounds just like James 5 16. We do it for ourselves. We do it for our natural things that we need, and we do it for spiritual things that we need. So in Philippians 4, 6, it says that this is the, actually, this is the King James, but I usually look at the Amplified. But it says this, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So I've used this so many times um, from my first car that I got, a little more than the maximum. And I put a picture of it on my refrigerator. I, I made specific requests. I was supplicating and praying I needed a car. Yeah. Well, it was, who said it didn't need desires of your heart? Yeah. Right? So it was desire of my heart. I needed a car. So I put the image on my refrigerator. And I just made my request. And I would thank God every time I would go back. Father, I just thank you. Well, guess what? I got the maximum. Another situation. I went to uh, Bible College. When I had married Pastor Rodriguez when I was single. And I really, I just graduated from uh, nursing school, went straight to Bible college with Anna. Nobody wanted to hire me because I was green, green, green. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to work at this place called St. Francis in CCU. Well, they said, no, sorry, you're hiring. So I ended up getting a job at a nursing home on Smithfield, which was, whoo. Very good for me to blow up and some things because um, it could be as the uh, charge RN, bring coming out of school. So after six months, but during that time, every time I drove by that hospital, guess what I was doing? I made my request. I want to work with CC. They said, Oh, you'll never do that. You got to go to the board. You got to get your basic skills. That's what everybody does. Nope, I'm going to get a job in CCU at St. Francis Hospital. And every time I drive by, I say, Father, I just thank you that I have a job. In Six months in home. And I got a job in CCU. Yeah. It works every single time for whomsoever. And so um, it, it's just exciting. Prayer is exciting. Um, because you just start, whoa, man, there is tremendous power available. And I say this all the time. So many times God is waiting on us. We think we're waiting on him. He's just waiting on us right to ask. Make your request. Put your attitude to it. Thank me for it. Start applying it. Be the doer of it. And it shall surely come to pass. That's right. All right. So number one is for us, our natural.
It's for God's people. All believers and all saints, we can separate for all God's people. And that's in Ephesians 6.18, and I'm sure you guys know this one really well. And it says this, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So this is when we, when we pray and make our earnest, heartfelt request for other people, we can do it for other saints, right? Then, it says we can also, number three, we pray for all men and for those that are, are in authority. And let's just say this, because I have somebody tell me this um, something one time, but anyways, that means it means all men and all those employees. So that means there's going to be some people there that are unbelievers. That's right. So when you're praying for leaders, this is me. If I'm praying for those in authority, I'm going for, it's actually, he says, first. First, pray for those in authority. Not everybody that is a president or a mayor or any type of authority, not all of them are saved. That's right. And so, I mean, because somebody had told me that when you supplicate, it's not for the lost. Well, I'm like, well, yeah, it is. It sure is. It's for all men. He said, all men and for those authorities. So that's First Timothy two one and two. Really, that's really the first people that we need to get really good at praying for. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, I've gotten out of it. I've gone through seasons where I'm really good about it, and I need to get back into just putting that, like, making it routine. Lord, I just looked up the president. How would change yeah. the world if those people actually were? Yeah. Well, let's look at the scripture because it's exactly, exactly why we need to pray for them. It says, therefore, I exhort, first of all, that supplication, prayers, and intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all those that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and righteousness. You know, why? Because we want peace in our nation. Right. We want the doors open for gospel to be uttered in all the world, right? And so it's so important in so many ways <laughs> that we pray for this authority, and this is something I need to work on better. Um, so uh, when we go to this conference a lot, Matt and uh, Lynn Hammond, I don't know if you guys ever heard of them, but Lynn Hammond will usually teach on prayer, and she will usually tell us, she kind of it's good, but she'll say, if there's things going on in your city, it's your own fault. Yeah. Now that can feel real good if you got a mosque or whatever those simple things are over there, and it's in your city, you know what I'm saying? Right. That we're not praying, you know, or we're not praying for different things, yeah. for, the, for the crime and different things to be, um, for the light of the gospel to go through and praying for those in authority. You know, God can even use there are people that are strategically placed, that it was even in the Bible, that were not often, but right. God would still use them. That's right. Um, even in our presence, so we don't talk bad about the presence. We don't talk bad about those in the morning, especially your pastor. Hello. Hello. Evil is what the word calls it. The children of Israel, when they were in the tents, he said it was evil in his eyes. So, man, we're kind of like totally. Uh, do not. If yeah. we pray for them and then we talk, devour them and fight them, yeah. it's just not effective. Right? It's just not. But I believe that as we, and I believe 
we are obedient and follow this assignment that God is putting on our heart, it'll open up more and more the details of how we should pray for this. It's your heart that's connected. First, you're just the obedience of your heart. You know, how many of y'all have woken up at 3 in the morning and you know you said, we need to pray? You start off and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But then sometimes you obey and you get up, right? And um, he's just looking to see who he can use to pray those things out. You know, and if he can't use me, he's going to find somebody. He's going to find somebody. But I want him to use me, right? Um, so that's really good. So that's so let's just look. We said we can supplicate for us, for believers, for all men, and for those that are in authority, right? Okay, so now let's look at this. For what can supplication be made for? And I'm going to fly, because now it's time to pray. So I'm going to fly, and then maybe we can touch on some of these things that are on. It's, you guys already, we talked about this one already. Number one, remember what we can supplicate for is number one for labor to be sent out. We've looked at that scripture in Matthew 9, 37 and 38. It actually says that, that the, the harvest is plentiful. So therefore, pray to the Lord that he, in one translation says he will thrust out laborers. We do that, that often. Um, number two, we can also supplicate for this. That uh, can also be made for the rain of God's spirit to be poured out upon the earth. We prayed this, we talked about this just last time, Zechariah 10 1. And I'm just going to read that to you just super fast. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. The Lord will make flashing clouds and he will give them showers of rain and grass in the field for every one. So that's where I was, I said that before, I'm like, I was thinking about that with the scripture, like, if we're praying for the rain, the outpouring of God's spirit, we're not praying for God to come down. We just, let me just, let me just go back and just say, we never, 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 Lord, come down here. It says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The life of God is living on Now, can the presence of God be more tangible? Absolutely. It says that he inhabits the praises of his people. So the more you worship him, the more you praise him, yeah, it's going to be more tangible. But this right here is asking the Lord of the latter rain. We're in the latter rain. Father, we're asking for your rain. And I believe that's R-A-I-K. really the Lord. Uh, R-A-I-K. Ask the Lord for, for rain. R-A-I-K. In the time of the latter rain. R-A-I-K. And the Lord, that's what it says in the Lord. And it is talking about his spirit. And when, when that happens, because I believe the glory of God is already in us. He's formless as carriers of his glory. But I believe that as we are in this place more and more, speaking this, thanking God for this, not asking like, please, welcome, favor us. It's his pleasure. He created us to fellowship. Now he's sent the Holy Ghost and he's living on the inside of us. Right? So I just say, we, for me, he's been telling me that we need to be more like Christ. Yeah. It says, we live and move and have our faith in Christ. I need to be more conscious of him than I am losing those senses. Why? Because I don't want to say what he wants me to say. I want to do what he wants me to do. That's what Jesus said. I only say what the Father has me to say. I only do what he has me to do. He said, it's actually nourishment for me to do the will of my Father. That's us too. Yeah. We want to do the will of our God. Right? We 
quote. Three, we offer the prayer of supplication to obtain forgiveness. Write down this, and it's in Daniel chapter 9, verses 2, 3, 17, and 18. And then the last one to supplicate is to lift up the spiritual needs of others. And in these different scriptures, the word prayer or pray means supplication. So I'm going to just give you the scriptures. That's all I'm going to give you. Ephesians 1.16. It says, I don't cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Okay, I just want to say this real quick. I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Prayer is not, doesn't have to be. You get your time in the morning, you pray. It can be throughout the day. And sometimes it's just as that, just as effective when you get that on your heart, somebody comes in from to mention them and pray. Father, I just, you know what if you know what's going on, then you don't have to take an hour. I'm just mentioning it. It's still effective. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is on your heart. But you may not be in a place where you can just pray and pray things out, right? But you can still do it. Father, I just I know I see that I, I thank you, Father. I feel but whatever you put on your heart, right? Philippians um, 1.9, it says, and this is it, Amplified. And this I pray that your love may abound may more and more and extend to its fullest development in knowledge and all keen insight, that your, that your love may display itself in greater depth. I love that. Colossians 1.9, um, okay, so let's just, I'm going to stop there. Uh, let's just look at, because we're talking about praying for believers and unbelievers. These are, if anybody knows me, these are the main prayers that Brother Hagen, that he prayed. Um, and I just, I always pray these for me. I pray these for my family. I pray these for Pentecost. And that's Ephesians 1. Every time pastor's going to minister, he sends his prayers, if you've ever noticed. Before he'll start ministering, he, he prays his prayers. Why does he do that? Because we're not asking God for healing. Paul never did that. He prayed, Lord, open their eyes. And that's what these Ephesians prayers are. You're asking him that we will have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the intimate knowledge of you. With the eyes of our heart, eyes of our heart, we plug the light. We need the light to come on. Because the truth is, Jesus accomplished everything, so we just need the light to come on. Wait a second, I'm free. I've done that before, y'all. I've done that where I'm just like, my God! <laughs> I'm free! Why? Because that one scripture, whom the Son sets free is free in me. That can open up to you as long as you're hungry. And you keep going to that and feeding on this word, that's the way it should be. We should go deeper into the depths of the word more and more and more. And so that's why we do that. We were just talking about this. Because I've always prayed even like, Lord, increase our hunger. Well, I just think, I don't even know the scripture to do that. I think open our eyes. Because if we open our eyes, I was blind. I didn't see. Oh, I see. I see the treasure. I see the ammunition. I see the power. I want that. Right? And then you start tasting it, and then you just it's over. <laughs> so Ephesians 1, 17, all the way to 23. And so this is what I do. I put my name in it. I have little cards. I think it's even in our 
Did you say when you did, you put your name in there, or you put somebody else's name in there? Father, I just thank you always pray to God for our Lord Jesus Christ, Father, Lord, that you will grant to me a spirit of wisdom and revelation and deep and intimate knowledge of you. Father, I thank you. My eyes are not perfect for what you're watching. I thank you, Father, that my eyes are not perfect for life, and that I know and understand the hope to which you called me, and how rich is my glorious inheritance in the saints. And I thank you, Father, that I know what is the immeasurable, unlimited, surpassing greatness of your power that's working in me and for me because I believe. Then you go over to Ephesians 3. Just write it down because we don't have time to go there. And then you start at verse 14. And you go all the way to verse 21. Another one that's just as good as this, and it's in, in Colossians 1. Okay, I'm just going to give this to y'all. It's also easily good. And that's in um, Colossians 1.10.
Amen.